0: this is the soulfully casual podcast hosted by matty ice and now your host matty ice hello everyone and welcome to an episode of the soulfully casual podcast brought to you by matty ice media i'm your host matty ice and i appreciate you tuning in on friday I hope everybody's doing well. Uh, It's been a good week here in Virginia. Nothing really to write home about. Uh, We're in the middle of March now, or past the middle of March. We are so close to April, I can taste it. And I really, really hope that in some way, shape, or form, by the time the spring hits, uh, we can get back to a little bit of normalcy so we can all um, be used to being around each other. But there's been some things in the news in the sports world that I wanted to get into. So if you listen to Cowboy Season with me and Cleve, You probably heard us talk about uh, the recent scandal. I'll call call it a scandal, even though there's a lot of things that don't surprise me anymore, but a recent scandal uh, down with uh, Les Miles. So for those of you who are not sports enthusiasts, uh, Les Miles is a, or was a college football head coach. Um, For most of his career, most of what people know him for, he was a national championship winning coach uh, at Louisiana State University, which is in Baton Rouge, Louisiana uh college football in the south is king uh is actually in a lot of ways probably bigger than pro sports um certainly in football that's for sure Uh, they love themselves some college football down there it is uh, practically a religion and in certain areas especially these small college towns um you know it's it's really their world their lives and years revolve around the college football season Um, For those of you who are also not aware, from a revenue perspective, college football, big time college football brings in probably the most money for every university um, in the, you know, what they call the power conferences. And really, cash is king. Uh, The money that comes in, the revenue that is made dictates so much. Um, And when you win a national title like Les Miles did, you earn yourself a lot of clout and basically i think the state employee that gets paid the most money in all 50 states is either a football head coach or a basketball head coach and that, that is a pretty sure fact like i think if you look that up um you're going to find out that that's true case in point so my wife works um in the government and she works you know on certain things relating to state taxes and i remember one day she asked me hey, you know, it's really weird. There's this person that's the highest paid employee in the state of Connecticut, and I'm not really sure why. And she's like, Gino something? And I just chuckled, and I said, is it Gino Ariema? And she's like, yeah, how did you know? And I was like, he's the UConn women's basketball coach. And she's like, oh. She's like, well, why is he paid the most money? And that got us into a whole conversation about that. And she realized, wow, you're you're totally right about that. Um, And it was eye-opening for me when I found out, because you're like, wait a minute. We have so many people that work for the state, so many people that work for the government, and yet the coaches are the highest paid employees. There's something that feels wrong about that. There's something where there's so many state employees like the governor, and depending on what state you live in, you either love or hate your governor, but my point is, is we appoint these people through the voting process to basically take care of our states, and they're getting paid significantly less money than these head coaches who are winning football games, which while entertaining is really, not that important in the grand scheme of things like what we're mostly trying to get at for human uh, you know in human nature excuse me what we're mostly trying to accomplish for the betterment of this country has nothing to do with football yes the mental health of our patrons the mental health of our um, citizens has a lot to do with us being you know in a being in a better place but football is just such a small thing so to get into less miles a little bit well right now in 2021 i think we can all get behind the idea of equality and treating people fairly and for the longest time uh, men felt a very unwarranted superiority over women and that used to play itself out in so many areas i think specifically in the workplace we would see a lot of that you hear a lot of stories about abused women in the home emotional physical abuse and i think that will always exist because humans and specifically men can just be awful, Um, you're never gonna eradicate that completely. But in the workplace, in a professional setting is really where so much of this uh, takes place. And women on the whole have been seen as inferior to men, not just in uh, opinions, right, but in pay. We see that there's a a pay disparity between men and women still that exists today, even though we feel like we have come to a better place. But women have put up with so many different uh, behaviors in the workplace. Uh, You know, being asked to dress a certain way, being treated as less, being groped, right? Being hit on in the workplace. And a lot of it is unwanted. And yet we kept doing it. Us men kept doing it because we felt that that was what they wanted. And thankfully, to the Me Too movement, we have really come to a better place where we realize that, you know, we don't do that anymore. And I know that not every person gets behind that. And Les Miles showed himself to be somebody who never got behind that. So a news story came out that back in 2013, uh, the athletic director at LSU at the time was basically told about uh, Les Miles' behavior. And some of the accusations that were laid against him were unwanted touching and kissing of uh, college students, being told or telling people that cheerleaders had to have a certain look, only blonde, college kids could be interns could come into his office uh setting up clandestine meetings with these students through text messages through facebook messages things that are on record uh basically thinking of himself as the king of this castle and that women were sort of his playthings, were his toys um and even though that report you know said that the athletic director considered firing him in 2013 les miles was kept on the staff for another four years now I did an entire episode on Urban Meyer and why I can't stand Urban Meyer. One of the reasons why I can't stand Urban Meyer is because it feels as if none of the allegations and um, you know actions that people have said that he has been a part of or witnessed or known about and turned the other cheek on, none of that seems to have followed him. He continually moves up the ranks in the college football world to the point that now he's an NFL head coach making like $12 million a year to coach the NFL. So basically, every stop that he has made has had some scandal or some drama with it, whether it's arrests to Aaron Hernandez who ended up killing a man, actually multiple men, um, You know, assistant coaches, strength and conditioning coaches who abused their pregnant wife, um, to now as an NFL coach hiring a guy who was let go from a university not a year ago for using racist terms to black players, right? And guess what? He just keeps getting rewarded and rewarded for it. And we've been down that road and that frustrates me. Thankfully, Les Miles was let go from his job at the University of Kansas. Now it's easier to do that because the University of Kansas wasn't very good. So he was not a national title winning coach at Kansas. He was a national title winning coach at LSU and that's not where he's currently employed. And this really stems to the idea of the culture of winning, the culture of the bottom line. And I don't think it's a sports only thing. Like, for the most part, I think of it in sports. And I think of it really when it comes to collegiate sports, because there's so many dynamics to the idea of amateurism in sports, Um, college sports, specifically football. We'll just stick with football here. The amount of revenue that it brings in the university is tremendous. And we're not talking a little bit like a million or two here we're talking tens possibly hundreds of millions of dollars the university the university gets that money through sponsorships uh, advertising bowl appearances you name it and it's all made off of the backs of these players so these players sign up to go to college to play football they're not signing up for an education So many people want to use the argument of, well, they're getting free room and board, they're getting free everything, and they're getting a free education. But let me tell you, if you have a kid that's going to a school for football and you know he's going to make the NFL, I'm going to guess that you don't give a damn about his education. You don't give a damn about it. And also, college being as expensive as it is, is that really worthy compensation? So when a player who is destined for the pro level... uh, you know, busts his knee, never makes it there, ends up working in enterprise car services. Um, is the education worth it then? Is that fair compensation for what they lost? Right? We're talking maybe a hundred thousand dollars in scholarships, depending on the school, maybe two hundred thousand per per student if they're on scholarship, uh, total. And then what? They've lost hundreds of millions of dollars over the course of their lifetime because their basically their livelihood was ended with your school's name on the front and yet we somehow watch all of these players all of these coaches do whatever the hell they want um and i'm thankful that les miles was held accountable for this and i'll be really interested to see what happens going forward but honestly and I'm, i'm talking to men out there we as men have done women such a disservice over the course of our lifetime like from the beginning of history to now thinking of them in any inferior like in any way that's inferior the way that we've treated them the way that we have held them down and guess what they still stick with us and we're lucky as hell that that's the case in my opinion for every great man there is a woman either beside him or hell in front of him a lot of men don't realize it but they are being held up by the women in their life because a lot of men aren't strong enough to go through some of the toughest things in life i learned that lesson watching my wife have our child Going through nine months of pregnancy, what her body went through, what her body went through for the 20-something hours she was in labor, I can't tell you how proud of her I was, how in awe of her I was, and just how understanding I was that women, over the course of human history, have done some of the greatest feats that we have never talked about. And not just in athletics, not just necessarily inventing, but... They are strong and they should be held up to that standard they are stronger than men in a lot of different ways like i try to think back to some of these companies uh, that have been run some of the presidents and presidents uh cabinets that have been there that have been all male dominated what would it have been like if there were more female presence on there i'd like to think that there'd be a lot more logic added there because i think men and women both provide them both provide us with two different types of humans like men want to fix everything we're very, um, you know, we, we think that we have like a Superman complex. Like we need to always be the fixer. And we make decisions that are not always the smartest. We make decisions with our, you know, penises rather than our brains a lot of times. Because there's a lot of men who think very much heady, I guess, if you want to call it that. And women are very emotional, right? Our body makeups are different. Our uh, hormone makeups are different. I think it's just a natural form of biology. But all of those things manifest themselves into different human beings, different ways in which things are done, different perspectives, And I think that that's necessary. Like one of the things that I always looked for in a partner was a strong, independent woman. I was never the type of guy who felt that I needed to be put on a pedestal by the woman in my life or the women in my life. Actually, it's the exact opposite. Uh, I actually dated somebody who wanted that, who said, I want you to take care of me. And I was like, I don't want somebody who wants to be taken care of. I want to go get her. I want somebody who's gonna go out there and make their lives for themselves. And I realized that when I always said that I didn't have a type, my type was strong women, independent women, powerful women, opinionated women. And while that comes with its frustrations at times, it's also something that I just find very attractive. I want a woman who's not afraid to say, this is how we're going to do it. This is my opinion. And be able to you know, come at you and say, this is why I believe something. This is what we're going to do. There's comfort in that for me. I like that. I like knowing that the person that I have decided to be with is somebody who can take care of themselves. Like they don't need me to do that. They never needed me to do that. That's why I say women are so strong. But Les Miles doesn't think that. Les Miles thinks that women are just objects. That every woman who's blonde is better than every woman who's not. Or that a woman that looks a certain way is somehow better and needs to be in front of him. And I'm gonna tell you, I don't care if he's married or not. He has never respected a woman in his lifetime. He doesn't understand how yeah you're the head football coach or were the head football coach at lsu and yes you've made a lot of money doing that but you know what you're there because women around you have probably fixed messes that you've created women have given you ideas that you've stolen and probably even your own household is being held up by the women in your life who are allowing it to be as successful as it is unless miles never got that memo the fact that he would treat people like this at you know at his discretion that he would think that he is somehow better than every woman that he came in contact with and that he could just basically do whatever he wants it sickens me to be honest and i'm glad that he got fired but what i worried what i worry about is that he's going to get another job because at the end of the day collegiate athletics specifically football is all about winning people in these schools want to win at all costs because there's money involved the spotlight adds more revenue which adds more profit in their pockets it lines the pockets of a lot of people who are not out there doing any of the dirty work they're not out there killing themselves risking injury and they're willing to look the other way at people like Les Miles who want to objectify as many women as he can up to the top in order to basically get the best football program that he has Rick Patino did the same thing basically he looked the other way he claimed that he had no idea but I'm not sure how you don't where they had like a sex ring going on where basically new recruits would come in and be offered college women and say like this is what you could get while you're here think about how sick that is like I don't get it I really don't and I've been somebody who's on the record that saying prostitution shouldn't be illegal because if a woman chooses to do that in a healthy way I don't really care about that They should be allowed to do that. It's their body. They can do what they'd like with it. But to be forced to do that, to be objectified in a way that says, like, this is how we're selling this university. This is how we're selling this program. And for administrators to be told about this and not just told about the behavior, but they're told about the discomfort that this behavior is causing, the pain that it's causing, the emotional trauma that is happening with these women who feel like objects and not human beings. And the fact that you'd be like, well, it's not great. I'd like to fire him, but look at us. We're in the national spotlight. We just went to the national title game two years ago. We can't give that up. Think about it, we're gonna start over. And it's like, you know what? You actually have cost yourself more than you realize. And of course, LSU is fine because they got rid of him and they brought in the new coach who won a national title. So good for you, right? congratulations to the university but to the individuals that are involved with this particular transaction with the it's the athletic director that didn't want to fire him screw you because you listen to stories of people having real incidences real emotions real trauma real pain and you look the other way because the dollar signs meant more to you than anything else and that is always going to make me sick because yes we are conditioned to go after the dollar. We're a capitalist society. We're conditioned to want to better ourselves. We're conditioned to look out for number one. But there is always going to be a time where we should look out for other friggin' people. And when you are told specifically of numerous stories, not just one, numerous stories, and there is a culture of treating women like less than men, of objectifying them, of making them uncomfortable, then that's when you have to act not just and you have to think about something other than your job and your bottom line are you doing the right thing is it morally right to stand up for people that can't stand up for themselves because i'm going to tell you those women who probably went on with this behavior probably felt like they had no alternative and that's what a lot of women end up facing they feel as if they have no alternative not every woman goes through that right there are a lot of women who say i don't know what you're talking about because i never experienced that But just because you never experienced that doesn't mean that it didn't happen. And there are a lot of women who feel like they are trapped, that they can't say anything. I mean, look at the woman who worked for Governor Cuomo in New York, and you saw that damning picture, and you hear about the comments, and he basically says like, oh, I ask everybody that. It doesn't make it right. It doesn't make it any less uncomfortable for the people involved. It's your perspective that you think it's okay, but then somebody tells you who's a human being with feelings and needs and says, that made me uncomfortable, your first reaction should be, wow, I'm so sorry. Like I really didn't want that for you. Not, well, I do it for everybody. It doesn't matter. If they come to you with those stories, you should be empathetic. Put yourself in their shoes. Put yourself in the shoes of what my behavior has done. I know that when the Me Too movement happened, I went back to just about every interaction that I had with a female and thought to myself, whoa, did I do that wrong? Was that questionable? And I even reached out to a lot of them. I reached out to a lot and said, hey, look, if I ever did anything that made you feel uncomfortable, I didn't know it in the moment and I'm so sorry because you deserve so much better than that. And a lot of them came back with, you never did, but I really appreciate you thinking about that. And that's what we all should be doing, right? We can't rewrite history. We can't go back and say, why I want that to not have happened, but we can do something in the future. And for these schools to take a look at these coaches, and see the behavior that follows them, see the culture that they're bringing to these institutions and then turn the other cheek because the product on the field is successful, it's such horseshit, folks, it really is. We should want better for that. We should want environments where everybody feels comfortable and if everybody's comfortable and the product is good, then we're doing a good job. But if we're not, then why are we doing this? I mean, Amazon's the same way. Amazon, I hear, is a terrible place to work. Not every employee feels that way. And not every, pl- not every employee has the great experience or the bad experience, they have a meh experience. But for the ones that have been talked about that are abused, right? And this is not just Amazon, but any company, you feel abused, you feel overworked, you feel dehumanized, we need to be listening to those. We need to be listening to those and we need to be holding people accountable. I don't care what the damn bottom line is. I don't care if LSU never wins a football game for 10 years. If eradicating that kind of culture from the university is needed, we should be doing it it's not a cancel culture thing it really isn't we're talking about real emotions here there are times in which we could say well do we need to cancel somebody or do we need to think about a more modest you know like do we need to think about a modest approach this is not one of those times and it's a you know it's an epidemic across collegiate sports winning is not everything winning is nice it's a product it's an entertainment value piece But it is not more important than the lives of human beings, and the emotions and needs of human beings. We need to respect that more. Les Miles, if you're listening, I hate you. I'm gonna say that right here. Everything that you did, you knew what you were doing. You knew that it was wrong, and you did it anyway, because you felt like a god. You felt invincible. And I'm here to tell you, dude, you weren't, and you're gone. And I hope that you never work. Again, in college sports, I don't care if you wanna make a living somewhere else. But no woman should ever respect you unless you genuinely realize what you did was wrong. But I don't get that sense from you. I get the sense that you're gonna let it go away and you're gonna come back and you're gonna try to do the same thing that you did. And if there's university administrators that are out there, remember what you're getting with him. Remember what you're getting. Remember the culture that he cultivated. Same with Urban Meyer. What you get, you get what you deserve if it all blows up in your face and i want us to treat people better i want us to realize how strong women are and what they're capable of and that in many 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 ways they are better than us men and if you're a dude listening to this and you don't believe that it may be cultural and that's okay but guess what your woman is still stronger than you are and one day you'll realize it because you'll need her and she'll be there and you'll realize again that I need her in my life. She is strong. She is powerful. She's independent. And that's what you want. Treat everybody with respect. Treat women with respect. They're not objects. They're humans. And they deserve our respect. They deserve to be treated equally, paid equally. And honestly, they deserve awards for putting up with this man a lot of times. Um, I appreciate you tuning in on a Friday. And I know that this week has been a lot of hard-hitting content. But honestly, this is what the world is. It's hard-hitting content. It's coming at you in so many different ways. And we can't always do the fun stuff. I have to be real. I have to be genuine about what's on my mind. And that is something that's on my mind. So I appreciate you tuning in. Before I get off the air here for the weekend, uh, Instagram, Soulfully Casual Podcast. And always visit Uh Any subscriptions, any likes, any ratings, and all sharing that you do is completely... Uh, voluntary, but it's so appreciated. Uh, All the new listeners, thanks for tuning in. I hope you continue. For all the listeners who've always been with me, they're always appreciated. Uh, Have a great weekend, everyone, and I will see you down the road.